0: Hello, angels, and welcome to another episode on the 11.11 podcast. I'm your host, Cass, and this is a sign from the universe that you have been waiting for. I'm so excited to dive into uh, this week's topic, which is all about feminine versus masculine energy. Um, but right before I start, I said at the beginning of... Uh, the episodes of this podcast that I wanted to start each episode with something that I was grateful for, and then I start recording and I'm so excited to talk that I forget. So, something I'm grateful for today is the fact that I finally have a day off. Um, If you don't know me, I'm a travel nurse, and when I'm on contract, I tend to work myself like a dog because then I take uh, a few weeks off in between where I do absolutely nothing, So, right now I'm on contract and I'm so exhausted and so today I have a day off and I slept until 1pm because I am a sleep princess and so I'm super grateful to have that rest and feel really rejuvenated and ready to go back to work tomorrow. So, this week's topic is about feminine energy and... Before I start on that, I just want to make a statement that feminine uh, versus masculine energy has nothing to do with gender, so each person, you know, has a balance of feminine And masculine energy, whether you are a female or male, um, it doesn't matter. They kind of just, I guess, used feminine versus masculine to describe two opposing energies. Um, They're kind of like a yin and yang energy, maybe would have been a better way to describe it, but it is called feminine and masculine energy, and that's just the way it is, but it has nothing to do with your gender, and just know that each. Uh, gender carries both of these energies. Okay, so that is on that topic before we start. So um, what is feminine and what is masculine energy? So if you are very much heavily in your masculine energy, then the yin and yang energies are not so much in balance and that's okay. It's not something that you always have to have in a balance. Um, I feel that the energies kind of flow back and forth during different periods of your time. But if you are more so heavy in your masculine energy, um, you might feel, you know, more confident. Things in your life might be more clear. You might be setting stronger boundaries You might be in your more kind of logical mindset. Um, You are more assertive. You might be kind of really dominating at work. You might have a clear direction of where you're going. Um, You're kind of, you know, projecting a really confident um, energy. You're really active. You're. You're really just kind of getting out there and getting shit done. Um, When I think of masculine energy, my personal kind of interpretation of this is like just being a boss, you know, in your job, in your life, in your relationship, in your parenting, you are just like getting shit done. You just have, you know, no, um, no time for the petty things. You are just like very assertive and very direction driven. Um, and I feel like we have all, you know, flowed very um, very easily into that energy at certain times in our life when it was important to do so. And then the kind of opposing energy um, to masculine energy is feminine energy. Again, it's just a flow Um a part of the balance that you flow into in different times of your life. So if you are really heavy in your feminine energy, um, you might be more focused on kind of stillness, on surrendering to um, the flow of how things flow naturally. You might be feeling more sensitive, more emotional, um, more creative, and kind of going on your um, following your intuition more so than following, you know, a kind of a logical path, um, like if you were in your masculine energy. Um, in your feminine energy, you're also more kind of open and receptive to um, changes or to different ways and different ideas of doing things. Um, feminine energy is more kind of an inward reflection versus your masculine energy is more of an outward reflection Um, in your feminine energy you might feel um, you know more more powerless at times that would kind of be a that doesn't have to be a negative connotation it's just that you're kind of just like you know letting the world do its thing Um, and you're kind of just there for the ride like you're not trying to be in power Um, you're also could be very more understanding of people around you and, um, you know, just really feeling those feels. Okay. So that is kind of a really brief, uh, description of feminine energy versus masculine energy. Um, so this episode is kind of just getting back to that feminine energy and, um, you know, really finding alignment in your life with those two energies. I find that myself, I tend to step more into that masculine energy um, at times when I'm like working and I just need to get shit done, which is fine. That's what it's there for. But then sometimes when I'm off, I find it hard to step back into that feminine energy and of, you know, flow, stillness, surrendering, sensitivity, and, you know, just feeling your emotions. Um, That's kind of where I prefer to spend most of my time is in that feminine energy. Um, so if you think about the moon and the sun, I would love to talk more about the kind of moon cycles later. This is, again, another nerdy thing that I am obsessed with studying. But um, even in kind of ancient studies, um, the moon is associated with a feminine Goddess, okay, and the moon cycles are kind of related to the female menstruation cycle. So the moon um, is, you know, kind of a really gentle glow in a dark time. Um, So that is related to the feminine energy. And then if you think about the sun, that is a lot more masculine. It's very dominant. It kind of, you know, lights up the entire sky, Um, it takes charge, it takes your attention. And that is kind of, uh, I guess in ancient studies related to a male, um, God would be the, the God of sun or, or whatever different, um, studies, uh, named it. But yeah, basically the sun is more masculine dominant and the moon is more like feminine surrendering, um, gentle kind of glow. Um, so yes, I would love to make another episode about the moon cycles and how that relates to our femininity, but for the sake of this episode, I just wanted to describe those two things. Maybe you can um, reflect right now and, and see which uh, which energy you're more so in, and maybe um, it's kind of a little wake-up call to uh, return to balance of those both, or maybe to step into one or the other. Uh, So for me, I really like to step back into my feminine energy. Like I said, it's kind of when I'm more go with the flow. I'm practicing meditation a lot more. I'm just kind of being more nurturing, more um, open to my emotions. And it's kind of just a state that I prefer to be in. If I'm honest, I don't really love um, being really heavy in my masculine energy. I just feel like it's not... Um, my most authentic self, I feel that when I'm in really deep in my feminine energy that that I feel most aligned and most authentic with who I am. So just a few ways for you to tell if you are kind of um, in alignment or kind of empowered in your feminine energy, um, what that might look like for you is that you're Really surrendering to the feelings and to the flow around you. Um, You're remaining in your vulnerability, which is something else I love to talk about um, in another episode, but you know, really leaning into that vulnerability and your emotions. Um, You're really practicing kind of empathy and feeling for the people around you and for yourself. Um, this energy, um, this feminine energy is more uh, intuitive, more authentic. You're more leaning into your being versus your doing. So, you know, feminine energy is a great place to be in, um, but it can also not be such a great place if your feminine energy is kind of um, off or if you're stepping into it in, you know, the wrong time. Um, how you can feel in your feminine energy if you are not empowered is kind of, um, you know, a people pleaser kind of having very weak boundaries, um, over apologizing and over explaining yourself. Um, you know, you're you're avoiding confrontation on things that need to be talked about. You're maybe feeling very needy, and you're conforming to um, people around you and energies around you. Um, Maybe you're being manipulated by people, or maybe you yourself are manipulating someone else. Maybe you're being, you know, kind of codependent on your partner and feeling really insecure. Those are also ways that you are in your feminine energy, um, but not in an empowered state. So within each feminine and masculine energy, you can also be very empowered or very disempowered in each one of those. So, um, not that stepping into your feminine energy is not always a good thing when you're kind of finding yourself in those negative qualities. And so before I go, I just thought I would touch on a few ways that I kind of, um, pull myself back into a really empowered, uh, version of that feminine energy. Um, some things I like to do obviously is meditate. I find that meditating is my number one way to kind of get back into the flow and the, you know, abundance, uh, mind state. Um, something else I like to do is something creative. So, you know, um, writing for this podcast or um, journaling, um, writing a list of gratitude, or maybe even just not that I can, but maybe even just coloring or painting or some things that I like to do um, to step back into that creative feminine energy. Uh, Something else that really puts me in my feminine energy is dancing. And I love going out dancing. The pandemic has stopped me from that, but something I can't take my mind off is like going back to festivals and, you know, concerts and just really flowing and moving in that um, intuitive feminine way. Um, Something else that can bring you back into your feminine energy is to really embrace your, uh, your sensuality and your sexuality and to kind of be open to maybe talking to your partner, um, about different ways you can explore that. Or if you're single kind of really checking in with yourself, um, to, you know, is like the hookup culture working for me or is that taking away from my feminine energy? Because I think there's a, a misconception that, you know, putting yourself out there and like being a woman um, means that you have to, you know, open your body. But I think that by doing that, um, if it's not aligned with how you really, you know, feel, then you can be damaging your feminine energy. And so just taking a little bit of time to embrace your sensuality and what works for you and what doesn't, you can really step back into your femininity and, um, you know, be be proud of that energy and, um, figure out what works or what doesn't work for you. And the last, uh, way to step back into your feminine energy that I would suggest is kind of finding ways to be, um, more open, more nurturing and more understanding when you're having a conversation either with your partner or a friend or a family member and, just practicing how to feel your feels, step into your vulnerability and have conversations with those people that you've been meaning to have and really allowing that conversation to flow whichever direction it needs to flow instead of trying to take charge more in your masculine energy and kind of, you know, blame or, um, You know, take control of the conversation, just really having these kind and nurturing conversations that um, really bring you back into that feminine energy. So that is all that I have time for today. Uh, Again, I could talk about this forever, but I would love to do another episode on the moon cycles and how that relates to our femininity. Um, I hope that this episode has reminded you to kind of take a step back, step into that really, um, the ease of the feminine, um, energy and, um, yeah, hopefully this helps. So I'm so glad we chatted today and I will see you guys next week.